Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Back to the Nutramedical Report, and we have Rob Roselli here. His two books, we have them over at clayandiron.com in the PDF version. We also have a link directly so you can purchase them over at his bookstore. And I think we have that already set up, but I'll, I'll double check it. The um, issues I want to talk about today, and there's three or four of them mainly. The first one is the Asian tour. Uh, I want to get your opinion on that, a kind of a short snapshot of what you think is going on with the Five Nation visits and what's come out of them so far. The latest one from Mr. G seemed to be kind of almost like a you know, a congratulatory visit. The one with South Korea was amazing how we kind of congratulated for surviving the, you know, the rigors of the Korean War. My uncle actually fought in the Korean War, and I can tell you it's the most vicious war. It made World War One and Two look like a party compared to how bad the Korean War was. Um, I think the Koreans lost about, I think, uh, I think around a third of a million people. We lost about 36,000 troops in the Korean War. It was an armistice that never really ended. The war is actually still on. There's just an armistice. Uh, we have uh, China is doing industrial espionage to the tune of 300 billion a year. They're doing currency manipulation. They're building these islands in the South China Sea. They're double tracking it that they basically are uh, having predatory business practices so American business and business owners can't get involved in China to develop business opportunities there or sell cars or other material, including uh, agricultural goods. So we have a trade imbalance of about $800 billion with China. That's not going to last. Trump is going to put the squeeze on China. Unless they come to some kind of agreement, because there's nothing in the open area, things are going to get ugly, and especially with North Korea. If North Korea um, doesn't buckle, uh, Donald Trump's going to wag the dog, and he's going to strike him with a thermonuclear strike, and he's going to decapitate that regime. Uh, that will not be good. Now, China is playing the game that they don't want to have America and South Korea at their doorstep, but the fact is when there's a unified Korea, and the Koreans are extremely intelligent, extremely industrious. If you see the North Koreans start behaving like South Koreans and becoming as industrious as the South Koreans, which is a natural thing to happen because they're genetically the same people, the Chinese will have uh, an American ally butt up against the Yala River. So things are going to get different. Secondly, if China... Uh, says they're going to strike us if we try to stop North Korea, if we hit them with a thermonuclear strike. 
Uh, they say they're going to prevent us. Well, that means China's going to get fried because Japan, our ally, is armed to the teeth with nuclear weapons. So the Asia tour basically is Trump is going around congratulating people, but behind the scenes he's making tough deals, and if they don't buckle and do something in China, China's going to be very sorry cats. Uh, the Communist Party doesn't realize what they're doing and how dangerous what they're doing is to their future of their own country. And the Communist Party, which is trying to clamp down their own citizens, many of them coming back from Britain, Canada, and the United States from training, and now they come back to the totalitarian state where they can't even get access to the Internet. The second thing is a tax reform bill. I'm disappointed with it, but when I saw the report this morning with uh, Ryan, they sort of have to do it this way because of reconciliation and the fact they can't blow up the budget more than $1.5 billion over 10 years. Uh, my guess is they can't really do the adjusting to the top 1% where they have to give more tax relief because they're the people that make jobs and buy and set up businesses. But uh, this tax bill probably going to be reconciled between the Senate and the Congress tax bill before Christmas, and if it passes, Trump's going to sail into office with a majority probably in the Senate by 2018. So those are the two biggies. The other one that's going on is North Korea is literally very likely to do a nuclear uh, or other attempt to do something while he's over in the Asia tour. If he does, he's going to get whacked. There's two area, basically, groups, including our bombers, that fly over North Korea now. So North Korea is going to get an immediate decapitation. We'll kill every one of the generals, including Kim Jong-un, so quickly that we'll never know they had a heartbeat. And if they think they can push around America and get away with it, they're crazy. Every nation who's ever tried, including Nazi Germany, found out the hard way, including the Soviet Union. You push America around, you die. You don't have a bad day, you just die. And uh, that's going to happen pretty quick here, and so is China. They're going to realize their ally, Japan, with the Moxie reactor at Fukushima Daiichi, is loaded to the gunnels with nukes. And uh, Japan just had two flyovers over the northern Japan, Japanese island. They didn't strike it down, but I guarantee the next one, if they fly a missile, our carrier destroyers and the Japanese will hit it with missile uh, anti-missile systems. And I'm certain that after these events, theater air defense, the plasma interferometry system, and the land-based uh, Tesla plasma weapon systems will be deployed in others, including my laser internet, uh, the laser net uh, interceptor system will be installed in Japan and our allies in South Korea to prevent any missile attack on any of our allies here in Europe or elsewhere. Because the Russians are marching and of course they have their missiles in uh, not only in Kaliningrad pointing at every square inch of Europe they also have them in Venezuela pointing at us the United States from the south and they have more missiles than the Cuban missile deployment or the one they attempted in Nicaragua a few years ago we should not trust the Russians they're not worth trusting neither are the Chinese trust but verify like Reagan before he had too many aspartame laced jelly beans on his desk which is by the way what he's what his habits is eat jelly beans all day long so um Go ahead, uh, Robin, tell us what you think is happening and the tax bill, the Asia tour, etc. And where do you see this going? Because I think Trump is going to really put the jaws on these people. And you're going to see 2018, I think, you're going to see a resurgence of Republicans coming back and sweeping uh, more seats in the House, uh, the majority in the Senate, and you're going to see the full Trump regime come in in the last two years of his presidency before he wins 2020. Well, I think there's something, as far as, you know, the, the at-home economy and the tax bill, I mean, of course, you know, common sense would dictate that tax cuts are good for the economy because people can spend money more efficiently. They're much more careful with their own money uh, than, these, than these sickos in the government, you know, with, with billions here and billions there getting lost all the time. But, uh, you know, really it's about a conglomeration of power. I mean, the Federal Reserve System and the tax system is really what it's all about. I mean, too, I mean, I realized we didn't even have a federal income tax until, you know, after the Federal Reserve System was established, and it started out as, what, 1% or 2% of, you know, the, quote, rich, 
I mean, the first PAX form was for only the quote rich, and, and, and it was really you could do it on a, on a postcard uh, to this Leviathan tax code that we have a hundred years later. So, um, so anything that that would kind of diffuse uh, or disseminate power from Washington D.C. back out to the states is, of course, going to be fought tooth and nail by the so-called Washington establishment, which is really at this point, let's just face it, they're just they're just the front. The front people, the front men and women for the deep state, or what I call the un-American genocidal complex. So uh, they can't let Trump uh, win on anything, and that's really what's going on here. And, uh, and, and the, the Andrew Jackson uh, portrait that Trump uh, has hanging in the White House now that, that seems to show up in a lot of photos of him in the White House is a, is a subtle message back to the deep state um, that he's coming after them and their federal reserve system. Uh, we can only hope that he succeeds. I mean, the last person to try such a stunt was uh, a president by the name of John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Uh, yeah, but John, John Fitzgerald Kennedy was too much of a he was too much of a of a wimpy guy. He had Addison's disease. He didn't have body armor on. He didn't have a private security force besides the Secret Service. And you got to think of uh, Donald Trump as this guy. He's a high-level white hat mason. He's not a wimp. He's in the toughest real estate market in the world. This guy's got business smarts. He's got a regular IQ of 160. He's got a business IQ over 200. And he's tough as hell. I think even Arnold, Arnold would be surprised. I mean, he couldn't uh, win at the, at the Apprentice show compared to Donald Trump being tough against all these people. He said, you're fired. Well, Sessions, when he comes back, if Sessions hasn't set up a separate agreement to set up a separate council to go after Hillary Clinton and Uranium One and Obama and Podesta, Sessions is going to get fired. And Sessions, I've heard from my sources, is compromised with the, some of his friends being involved with pedophilia. So Sessions is going to be out. If when Trump gets back, Sessions hasn't smartened up, he's done. He's finished. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious that Sessions, I mean, the, the guy's a dead duck. I mean, he, he's completely lame, so it's, it's a real disappointment, too. He kind of thought he was a, you know, a strong Christian conservative and, uh, you know, tough Southerner, but what, what, a, what a disappointment that guy turned out to be. But yeah, he, he's just doing nothing with all, all this stuff, all these bombs come, you know, going off figuratively speaking, of course, uh, in Washington, D.C. Um, and that guy just sitting there accusing himself and limping out. So obviously, you know, similar to, to probably what happened with John Roberts with so-called Obamacare, uh, and that whole scam. Somebody has something over him, the deep state. I mean, who, who knows? It's just like most of the, most of these people in Congress. I mean, they're all, I would say, essentially compromised at this point, and that's why, you know, they're the scam artists. What they do, what they do. Exactly. We will be back in a moment. Your questions for Rob and me on, on topic. 877-317-6432. Back in a moment. And welcome back. So, um, Rob, um, I'm going to ask you some pointed questions, which I do with our guests and co-hosts and our callers, 877-317-6432. First thing, uh, number one, impeachment can only happen if they lose the House. That will only happen if they don't pass the tax bill. They're dismantling health care. In fact, one of the tax things in the House bill is to get rid of the employee mandate, and that will mean $400 billion saving. It'll mean also, if with the executive order he's already done, it allows cross-border competition so people can buy cheaper health insurance. We need a policy that allows people to get catastrophic insurance. 
My wife's hairdresser actually here in California can't afford the health insurance for her and her other staff. So she's actually barred from buying catastrophic insurance. So this is craziness. And so when you get rid of the employee mandate and also the foolishness, people will be able to buy at a reasonable cost. Then they can buy at uh, these health cooperatives, which are basically between the patient directly and the doctors, at clinics, $40 for an adult and $20 for a child per month to get things like casts and basic medicines and even other things to take care of your basic, you know, primary care. <clears throat> Once you got primary care and you got catastrophic, the thing in between it is do you want fancy stuff? And that's up to you. You can pick what you want. Do you want plastic surgery insurance? Do you want to have fat farm insurance? Do you want to whatever? And that's up to you. Um, I don't believe this foolishness of uh, Bernie Sanders' Medicare for All because the government screws up everything. They screwed up the Medicare. I have my personal self. I have Medicare, and I also have a very fancy insurance policy on top, but it still doesn't cover everything. In fact, I have to do a appeal on lab tests I did, and I have one of the most expensive health plans you can imagine. And I still have to appeal this stupid bill for lab tests. I mean, excuse me, uh, Bernie Sanders, I call him Santa Claus, is an idiot. He may be a doctor, but he's not a smart one. <clears throat> and uh, I'd like to get your, your take on that. There's, number one, there's no way that they're going to be, be able to impeach Trump. Number two, if Trump passes a tax bill, even if it's kind of not perfect, uh, he's in. And he's going to win probably a number of Senate seats where he won in those states uh, where all these uh, senators are up for, for grabs. And they're going to lose. Now, he's also going to support Republicans that support him, and those who don't support him are going to lose, just like Gillespie. Gillespie was not on his side, so this recent defeat had nothing to do with Republicans losing, and they're going to lose in 2018. Gillespie was not completely a Trump man. <clears throat> and we look at Corker and this other idiot, Flake, uh, it's not surprising these never-Trumpers don't <coughs> make me choke. They, don't, they either walk like these idiots to quit, or they realize they're not going to get reelected because Trump's going to support other candidates. And all he has to do is just show up, or show up on video screen, or just do statements that I support this guy because he's good, or lady. And uh, you're going to see that happen over and over again. And Trump will fly all over the place. The guy's got his own private jet besides Air Force One. He has no problem at all because he's a manic <laughs> maniac. <laughs> he's energizer bunny at 71. He's going to fly into all of these different places where he's just going to support people. He doesn't have to do anything overt and say, don't vote for this guy he's, or lady. He's just going to go in and support the people that support him and his policies. It's that simple. So I think Trump is going to sweep 2018. He's going to clobber 2020. And then uh, you're going to see a dynasty if we have people to replace him after he leaves office in you know, 2024 that are going to be uh, Trump-like. And the Trump-like dynasty means the Democrats are, as far as I'm concerned, dead for good. They're finished. Uh, they're so far left now, and now, you know, uh, Pocahontas referred to <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. She's so far left, none of the regular population would ever even think of electing somebody like Pocahontas, would they? No. Well, she, she's a clown. Um, and and uh, there's no two ways about it. I mean, when you have to lie about who you are, your background, whatever she said she was, 118th Indian, that, 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 that just, to me, is an indicator of just uh, a mental vacuum of somebody just uh, intellectually sophomoric who has nothing, nothing to offer except stupidity. Uh, but, of course, she gets elected in, you know, so-called liberal Massachusetts. But that's 
That's another thing. But look, as far as Trump's tax bill, you know, again, uh, the centralization of power of the Federal Reserve System was always meant to, to, to suck the blood, the lifeblood out of the life of the economy and, and hence the, the country as a whole. So anything that, that, that uh, extrudes from that, that, that power base that's centered now in Washington, D.C., uh, is of course going to be fought by the so-called deep state and a useful idiot, you know, congr- you know congressional uh, front people. Uh, so that, that's why Trump is being fought. So, you know, if, if people get a smell of, of, of more money and, and, and tax freedom and, and, and simpler taxes, uh, it's going to wake a lot of people up, and this is what the Democrats and the establishment Republicans fear the most. So this, this is why it's being fought tooth and nail, and the lies are coming in. Um, but, 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 of course, the, you know, the low-level welfare recipients, um, the people on the Democratic plantation, your poor blacks, your poor Hispanics, uh, and these sorts of people, they, they, they don't know anybody, and of course that, that's what they're relying on. Um, I don't think that's going to work either. They they want a job where they can get a decent wage and get decent respect and get decent uh, things at reasonable cost. And to be honest with you, uh, the people that come in here that really want to work like the Hispanics, they want to be treated, they don't necessarily want to have all the rights of American citizens right away, they want to have a decent job and respect and be treated like a, a person that has some rights. <clears throat> The Hispanics I know here in California that come in here that work their tail off, they're some of the best people you want to become Americans, but you, they can have a long time. Maybe it's going to take them 10 or 20 years to become fully an American. And they have to keep their nose clean. If you're a DACA kid and you commit a crime, you're going to get deported, even if you were born here or, you know, you're brought here when you're two years old. So people need to understand that America is going to change. We're also going to have our needs. If we need high-tech people, whether it's from Kerala, India, or we need people that are engineers and people can lay railway track for high-speed rail, we're going to bring them in from wherever, even if it's just a work visa. And they don't necessarily get citizenship either. You know, to become an American citizen is going to be a high bar. It'll be like a citizen of Rome, ancient Rome. You're not going to get it easy, are you? No. No, but that's that's the way it's supposed to be. That's why it's always been. I mean, look, my grandparents... But also, we should take the best from the world. I don't care what skin color, nationality. If you're smart, hardworking, even if you're just a laborer that wants to pick fruit and you're really good at it, we want you here, even if it's on a work visa. They had the program called the Bracero Program. We talked about one of our big broadcasters that's been in the business 60 years a few months ago on the program. And the Bracero Program was in the 1940s. So we would literally bring buses of people from Mexico and Central and South America. We'd actually have proper meals for them so they wouldn't be dying in the desert trying to cross the damn desert. They, half of their money would go into a bank account. We would keep it. The other half would be shipped to their relatives in Mexico or other countries like Nicaragua. And at the end of their tour of duty, we were shipped them back in buses to take them directly to their place. Or, you know, to me, this is rational. You treat them like human beings, you give them proper work conditions, you take care of them health-wise, etc., and they don't get citizenship, and they get proper care and lodging, etc., and then you ship them back. Uh, how, how simple could this be? I mean, it's, this is not... But what the Democrats were trying to do is create pseudo-citizens so they could stay in power forever. People like Nancy Pelosi, she probably has some form of dementing illness from too much plastic surgery. Or no, whatever's wrong with her, but she's definitely acting like somebody demented, or demented plus she's drunk with power. She's got so much need for power because she used to be the speaker of the house. She literally can't keep a sentence together that makes logical sense. I mean, she has so many malapropisms. It's humorous, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, well, she's you know, as a liberal Democrat, as a multi-millionaire, uh, you know, liberal Democrat, which is a contradiction in and of itself. Um, yeah, I think I think she's just getting senile. I mean, it seems like you, know, you, you would probably know it's better than me, but it seems like she has all these early, early indicators of just senility setting in. Uh, besides the fact she's just an idiot, um, you know, and another one, another so-called Christian or Catholic, you know, a rapid abortion supporter. So she, I hear the music. 
Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Back in a moment. Your comments are important. Uh, I see um, now that there's only eight House members that are against this bill of Republicans, it's going to pass. It's going to be good. Longevity. what I see the direction of the country. Number one, um, the, here's a checklist that Trump has to achieve. Number one, the five-nation Tory is going to stop the illegal parking of a trillion dollars of uh, trade deficits, which is uh, unilaterally bad for America. So that has to be reciprocal trade. Number two, <coughs> he has to either business-wise or militarily decapitate the North Korean regime. Number three, he's going to pass a tax bill, which is only eight Republicans that are kind of whining about it. And to be honest with you, the whining is kind of lame because uh, even though there are not as much breaks for the people that are making a million to a million and a half, it's not going to strategically harm them because there's other write-offs and so on that are still persisting that are going to give them benefits. Uh, and I'm sure after the 2018 uh, that they can even give more benefits because if the economy doesn't surge enough by giving more money to the people that can build more small businesses, they'll do it. They won't have to reconcile because they'll have 60 members in the Senate. They don't want to change the rules. Because if they do, if the Democrats ever take power, they'll just run rampant with it. Uh, number three, I think that what you're going to see is that although you have people like Democrats that actually got out of prison because they're threatening to uh, not just impeach Trump but kill him, they're going to go to jail. People like Maxine Waters is pushing it really hard. I mean, the 79-year-old black lady with a mouth that goes faster than her brain, she really is asking for trouble. If she continues it, she's going to end up in prison. Um, I think you're going to find the Democrats are praising themselves too much for these two wins when Gillespie was not a Trump man. I'm not sure who the other politician was that didn't win. Uh, if they didn't have direct Trump support, they're not going to win. It's that simple. And what you're going to see after Christmas is Trump is going to fly all over the place, show up in, in, in the last minute or come up in video, and the candidates he endorses that are on the Republican side are going to get elected. And the candidates that are on the Republican side or against Democrats that aren't supported by Trump aren't going to get elected. It's that damn simple. Uh, Trump has made it real clear he wants the American public to have more money in their pockets. They want to have affordable health care. They want a safe border. They want to be able to go safely back and forth without being shot. If, for example, the databases, like the one from the Air Force that went to make sure this idiot didn't have a gun, we have enough laws in the books. You don't need more laws. You just need to apply them. Uh, I believe in the three M's, metadata, mental health, and money. If you're buying money to buy bomb materials like this guy Paddock, if you're on a drug which is a mental health drug, health drug it should go in a national database. And if you're all of a sudden surging and buying guns in three or four states, it should come in a national database, and they should be visiting you. And if you are showing signs that you're not up to snuff, you should have preemptively grabbed and detained. I mean, this is just, you know, if this was in Israel, you'd just be your butt, or even other countries, your, your butt would be inside some kind of cell, and you would be held until they were certain that you were not a, a threat, and they would uh, watch you like a hawk. Maybe they put an anklet on you to track your GPS coordinates. So to me, none of these problems are insurmountable. The new FBI director, for example, wants to use a lot more metadata. I agree with it. I'm not talking about a police state. I'm talking about where you get a lot more data. For example, if they had had a drone over New York City, not just a police officer, but a police officer drone, this guy with a truck wouldn't have got away with this crap. Especially if they had weaponized that drone, 
they could hit that SOB very quickly and neutralize them. So to me, you don't need to have police state, but you need to have metadata so that you can go into a shopping center or a stadium and you aren't going to be blown to bits. They need to have chemical uh, dog sniffers or chemical sniffer machines like the airports in Germany where if there's three or four molecules and it's a bomb, you're going to detect it before it's everywhere in the airport. It comes from the airport security or the carousel or whatever. So none of these problems are insurmountable. We could create a seamless system that to the public they'll know nothing, but if you show up on the radar because you've got a relative that's an ISIS guy or you're contributing money to, or you're making statements on social media, for example, this guy that attacked uh, Rand Paul, he should have immediately been grabbed long before he attacked him in his yard and broke six ribs and gave him a pleural effusion. By the way, this guy's supposed to be an anesthesiologist. Let me tell you, parts of your brain must be dead, idiot. You're going to be charged with assault, and you almost could have killed him. You could have killed Rand Paul by doing this kind of assault over your lawn clippings. He had on the social media so many anti-Trump uh, you know, things, it was insane. So this guy should have come up on a radar. I don't care if he's a doctor. It doesn't matter who the hell you are. If you're making threats, either on social media or whatever, this guy should have had a visit. And they should have given him a warning. And if his behavior hadn't changed, they should have grabbed him. He should have been held on detention because it is a war against not just terrorism, but extreme behavior. You don't have to belong to MS-13. You can, don't have to have a certain colored skin. You just have to be somebody who's a cracker, somebody out of their mind, you know, crazy. And this guy, obviously, is not a natural, normal person. Probably his doctor friends and relatives around him say, this guy's not acting normal. Maybe he's got a brain disease. Maybe he had too much anesthetic. Who cares? If he's acting dangerous, he's trying to kill one of our major politicians or harm him significantly by tackling him in his yard and breaking six ribs, that's not normal. That's totally preventable. To me, we either decide that or we make it so such a police state, no matter where you go, and they try to then treat everybody, even grandma getting out of a wheelchair, as if she's a criminal, when in fact we can use selective, just like we had on last week, we had David Rubin from Israel. We should do vetting, we should do screening, we should ask questions and count the beads of sweat on their forehead. If they have too many beads, they're taken out to a room and ultrasounded. If we think they have an internal body, a bomb, placed surgically inside them, we hit them in a, in a little bomb shelter, hit them with a pulse, and blow them to bits. Tough. If that's what you want to do is carry an internal surgical place bomb or up your rectum, we're going to blow you to little tiny bits, and that's your, and that's your end. And uh, that's what needs to happen. And that'll put a stop to all this foolishness. And then we can have a safe society where you can walk around, go to a shopping center or a stadium, and not be worried about being hit by a nail bomb or a radiological bomb or somebody going crazy with a gun. Uh, and we also need to make sure people can have guns. The concealed carry permit, we talked about gun owners in America, we should be able to walk around with either a concealed carry gun, which I'm going to apply a permit for, or carry an open gun. <clears throat> and if somebody like this guy was in the church, every church had a, a shooter, inside the church when this guy decided to shoot babies because they're crying in the aisles, he would have been shot immediately. It would have blasted him in the face and put him on the ground, and that's the end of the boy. Okay, He should have never got guns, but if there's somebody in the church itself that had a gun, that would have been the end of that boy. And if it wasn't a gun, we have lots of non-lethal technologies. In fact, I'm going to post most of these non-lethal and lethal technologies on my website so people can build them themselves. A hell of a lot more dangerous than regular guns. Linear accelerator gun with the welder's flux, an EMP gun that can knock out EMP for miles in one direction, uh, a uh, infrasound gun that can literally liquefy your liver and make your seizure and drop to the ground a mile away, uh, technologies like a uh, Siped uh, ball bearings to be able to go 10 times faster than the bullet, go whip straight through uh, like a Bearcat or body, a level 3 body armor like it's butter. Uh, I know how to build all kinds of very, very nasty stuff that have a lot more dangerous than guns. And let me tell you, 
You push us, you're going to get a lot more than you expected out there, Mr. Left, communist, dictator, socialist, maniac, globalist. We're going to not just give you a bad day, we're going to kill you. You're going to die if you try to dominate and kill us. It's just not going to be funny. That's my yeah, word well, out there. Yeah, I think that, I think that's where that, that concept of a, of a civil war comes in. You know, of course. Oh no, this won't be a civil war. We're going to put him down like a bad dog. We're going to put him down so fast it will not be a civil war. Just an example: if Antifa was trying to get away, that last weekend we did talk about this last week about the failure of Antifa. Antifa didn't happen because we had a whole list of reasons why. Antifa didn't show up, you know. I didn't get paid for the last riot. Uh, you know, my my unicorn is sick. I mean, there's so many stupid excuses for these idiots. And yeah. they don't even know why they're protesting a lot of the times. Like, uh, why are you protesting? Oh, because I can't. Uh, you know, right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it, it, it's... Well, just think of them. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, those are, those are college kids. Those are little punks sitting in their, their Ivy League classrooms during the week. And then they, you know, they put on their, their little costumes on the weekends. You know, sunshine warriors, I think they call them. Uh, I couldn't really take any real adversity. You know, they're all they're all a bunch of tough guys when it comes to tearing down a Confederate soldier statue from a hundred years ago and you know and kicking an inanimate object. But you know, how, how would these guys, how would these punks do against the real thing? You know, of course, it's, it's really not open to questions. Not, I'm, that's those are just the useful idiots, morons out in the streets that don't know any better. Um, millennials that, that are into Bernie Sanders and this concept, this, this, this six-year-old, this, this mental six-year-old concept of everybody gets free ice cream and butterflies and everything's going to be happy. Uh, kind of like Obamacare. Uh, just getting back to that where, you know, that, that, that half-white multi-name, multi-birth certificate scam artist got up there and tried to tell the country the government's going to take over health care and make it better and more efficient. I mean... Oh, come on. Anything government touches... They have what's called the endemitis touch. Everything right. they touch turns to fecal matter. Right. I call it the... Uh, the yeah. That's the facts. Don't like it. Too bad. This is Dan Pillett. Do you know the IRS? Welcome back. And so, um, Rob, I think in this last segment, I think what we want to summarize is make people feel happy. We're a couple of weeks away from Thanksgiving. I think they're going to get a tax bill. It won't be perfect. It's going to be the best it can be under the circumstances. The economy is going to grow between 3 and 4% at least. A lot of people are going to get, uh, in the first year, taxes, $4,000 more in their pocket. You're going to see uh, tra- uh, Donald Trump attached to the bill, they're getting rid of the individual mandate, so people will buy insurance at a much better rate, so that's going to save money. You're going to see corporate repatriation of trillions of dollars between anywhere from 2 to $5 trillion are going to come back to the country. And you'll see after the 2014 election, 2018 elections, that what will happen is Trump will no longer, they, these idiot uh, Democrats are going to have to realize the current strategy of, of our policy is not Trump. It's not what can we do to make life better for the average American. How can we make them safer when they go to the stadium or a public place like going to the streets and or a public, let's say, a country music festival in Las Vegas. 
How can you make the life of the average American safer, more prosperous? And it doesn't matter what your background is, what your color of skin or your nationality. How can we make it better for Americans? How can we import people to this country from whatever country they arrive at that have skill sets, a work ethic, and desire to build up the Constitutional Republic of America and make America greater again? Part of the reason why America is exceptional is because we brought the best people from all over the world to build America. That's why they came here. In fact, I've actually seen some genetic studies that shows no matter what nationality or nation you've come from, the genetics of the people that make up Americans is different. Their mitochondrial DNA and their regular DNA is different besides their educational and attitudinal DNA. People are different no matter whether they come from Manchuria, China, or they come from Johannesburg, South Africa, or Ireland. They're different people, aren't they? Well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 of course, on some level, you know, culturally, I mean, you know, people... Yeah, but it comes down to genetics and, and other things, too. It's not just one well, attitude. I mean, the people that yeah. came here were people who wanted to escape totalitarianism in, say, Middle Europe. They wanted to escape totalitarianism from other countries, including even people studying engineering, say, in the University of Spoiled Children in Los Angeles. It's very depressing, I'm sure, to go back to Beijing or Shandong or some other China city, and then the People's Republican Army and these guys in their 70s and 80s say you can't even access open information on the Internet. How crazy is that? And for every job they have in China, they have need to nine qualified people. These are not stupid or lazy people. The other thing is, how can you have a people like North Korea kept under the thumb of this maniac who is increasingly dangerous not just to South Korea but to China? Because if they start a shooting war, if North Korea starts a shooting war, China's going to be in the firing squad. Because if they fire at Japan, which they fire two missiles, Japan will nuke China. Because they know North Korea is just their bad dog. And China's scared because they think somehow it's a good idea to keep this, the, the South Koreans uh, you know, pent up at the Yellow River with North Korea maniacs. Uh-uh. Bad idea. You're better off to have a nice, friendly Donald Trump in America with a North Korea that's like South Korea in 10 years' time that has a massive increase in their economy and people with full bellies, maybe a few of them, maybe even slightly obese. It's better to have that, to have a friendly, expanded, full Korea that's going to be unified than to have some maniac there that actually wants to fire a missile at Japan and Japan counteracts by sending missiles to every one of these dragon cities in China. But let me tell you, China will be vaporized in minutes if they start a big shooting war. And they've already stated they're going to try to stop America if we attack North Korea. Bad move, China. If you want to die fast, try a shootout with America with three carrier groups that can take every square inch of your country hundreds of times over and turn into a nuclear wasteland. So you got to stop thinking this. And this idea of dominating the world with the Belt and Road, forget it. You people are delusional. You've got some kind of genetic, aspirational, cultural superiority complex, and you've got to get a reality. Everybody's got superior things they can do. People are really hardworking. Let's just work together to make a better world that's safe from asteroids and space weather, and ecological collapse, and even the thing that's going on that's going to kill a lot of your people is the oncoming ice age, because most of northern China is going to be covered by snow and ice. People don't know that, do they? 360 years ago, the Thames River had four feet of ice on it, and they had ice houses and, and parties. The Greenland people from Denmark had to come back because they were being freezing to death 360 years ago because they told them it was green, so go move there. And then when the Ice Age came 360 years ago, they either froze to death, starved, or left the place because it was a disaster. That's happening right now. So we are in the midst of a modern Ice Age that happens every 360 years, and it's happening again. And people need to know it'll kill more people than a nuclear war. And the Chinese better get with the program, or they're going to find a lot of their people, especially in the northern cities, are going to freeze to death in the dark. Well, 
I'm not sure, uh, you know, in a communist country like China, I'm not sure how much they care about their citizens. I mean, just, just with the slave factories they have over there. And, and well, yeah, so they, they plug them in like, like, like machines. They think of them as machines. Well, That's why they treat their women so badly. But in rural yeah. China, there's tons of unregistered girls. They're not even citizens because they can't tell them that they actually had a child. So the one-child yeah. policy way became a two-child policy. But believe me, if a woman gets pregnant with a third child, they'll grab that woman in a border, even if she bleeds to death or dies of a purple infection. It's disgusting. Yeah. Why do we make the most favored nation status? Because we're idiots. We're greedy. We want to buy their crap that they make and sell through Tesco and Britain, Walmart and, and, and Amazon. Yeah. And people like Jeff Bezos makes tons of money selling us garbage made in China. And don't forget the poison food. Right, like melamine-based dog food that kills your dog. So if you buy anything, you know, in fact, by the way, people don't realize this, a lot of the Canadian fish, for example, is being shipped to China to be reprocessed and sell well back to North America. And they'll say it was made in Canada when, in fact, it's reprocessed in China and there's crap in it. People need to start grasping here that China wants to take over everything, and they don't mind poisoning us. That's why they're shipping carfentanil, which is hundreds of times stronger than fentanyl, and it's a toxic opioid. It's the new opium worms. We talked about this earlier in the week with, uh, with Lowell Ponte. The fact is, the Chinese could care rats behind it, but whether they kill us or dominate us, they just want to suck all our brains out and our ideas, and they want to dominate the world. And they're going to suicide themselves trying to pull it off because the, the party line, which is trying to squeeze down their own younger citizens who want a better world so they can go to a movie theater, buy popcorn, have a car that drives well, have reasonable air that they can breathe. You can't breathe the air in these big cities in China. It's disgusting. If you talk to anybody in China, they tell you, are you crazy? Why would you want to live in Beijing? You can't even see the sun or the sky. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, isn't that funny? And the whole uh, the whole climate change idiots in this country. I mean, we, we were ready to sign the, uh, what was it, the climate change accord that China wasn't going to sign. And they're, what is it, ten times worse than we are. It's, it, it, it's giving, giving them, granting them that, that coal carbon pollution is legitimate, which is a whole scam in and of itself. But right. The fact that we, we were ready to jump in on that and China was going to exempt themselves. I mean, with all the legitimate pollution problems that they have over there. I mean, how stupid are, are the, environment, the environmental movement as a whole? And, you know, again, they, you know, they, they, they overlap with this Antifa, these stupid college kids we were talking about and, and these Ivy League schools a few minutes ago. I mean, they, you know, they, 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 they completely disregard a legitimate environmental situation like it's going on in China and, and they'll clamp down on carbon dioxide like they never had high school biology and, and, and the concept of photosynthesis never doesn't doesn't register with these people because it, it doesn't fit their political agenda, which is the destruction of the West, and in particular the United States, and, and using the environmental movement to do it. Um, and again, if you go behind the environmental movement and follow the money, it's the same people, Rockefeller Foundation, Carnegie, Soros, Goldman Sachs, the same people behind the federal income tax and the federal reserve system. So uh, we're starting to see a pattern here. Right. Uh, with all this stuff. Yeah, but people are getting wise. You know why they're getting wise? Number one, they're asking better questions. They don't uh, believe the regular media. Even Fox News. Fox is called false news. I'd say about 10 to 20% of Fox News is right on the button. 80% is spin. Okay? So oh, even... Uh, like when I go to Vegas, I'm going to actually go to to, to O'Reilly's show. And I guess he's a spin doctor. And he's more intelligent than most. But to be honest with you, most of the stuff, they won't get deep into anything, whether it's the opioid... Uh, disaster of China bringing in the illegal carfentanil. They're not going to get into the fact that McCain is actually taking selfies with ISIS and Al-Qaeda. They're not going to take the fact that Trump got bad information to start a bombing run with missile attacks on Syria. 
They're not going to talk about the fact that the king of Saudi Arabia just about had an, an assassination attempt, which is tied directly to the uh, the Mandalay Bay massacre that happened. They're not going to talk about the missile attack from Yemen by Iran and Russia that literally he was literally tried to hit his palace in Riyadh from Yemen. They're not going to talk about any of this stuff and get into real issues. They want to gloss over the real issues like what's going on with the economy and why we're allowing industrial espionage when the NSA tracks every email, every fax, every communication on the planet. In fact, even the phone system in China is tracked by artificial intelligence through 3Com. So, to be honest with you, my general rule of thumb is everything on Earth is BS. Everything is spin. And the only place you're going to get the truth is right here at the New Dramatical Report. Everywhere else you're going to get some truth. Mostly lies or just inappropriate analysis or not enough. You're going to get the whole ugly, nasty truth and solutions to any problem right here at New Dramatical Report. Health, geopolitical, spiritual, and other truths, and facts. These books, by the way, The Un-American Genocidal Complex, and Pleased to Meet You, are available at Clay and Iron. We have both PDFs available right off the bat. As soon as you order it, we can email you the book. We also will send you the link directly to buy the actual physical book for Robert Zelli. Coming up on hour number three, we're starting our course on how to be a prepper with Vince Finelli. We're going to bring in Dave Mitchell as well. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family.